Hello, you speakers. I'm Katsam. I'm George. And I'm Javier. George, what are some challenges learners face in the process of improving their English? Uh, well, there are some. Vocabulary is on the top. I always say that learning a new word, memorizing it, and can be very, very challenging. Well, actually, from my experience, one of the things that will really slow down your progress in terms of fluency is vocabulary, is that ability to try to find the, the right word at the right place at the right time and not right. stop in your flow. Okay, so stay tuned because today you're learning vocabulary learning techniques. Yeah. I speak English. No! We speak English. No! They speak English. No! With us, you speak English. Yay! An English-speaking podcast where you will find lots of content to help you with your daily practice of English and have fun. Just as natives do. Listen to interviews and native speakers talking about everything and anything. Because with us, you speak English. Welcome to another episode of the You Speak English podcast. Thank you for tuning in and subscribing to our channel. I'll start by sharing a personal experience uh, in this regarding this topic. So as you may already know, I started studying English when I was a little girl. And I had always had a knack for learning words. Actually, this was my best uh, subject throughout my school years. English was always an A and everything else was not up to par. So this was back in the 80s when British English was the best English to teach at schools. And I remember intensely how hard it was to learn isolated words. I had to spend hours and hours trying to memorize them as well as trying to identify them in movies. So it was just a horrible thing. I remember going to bed late the day before tests and so forth. And after so many years, I came to realize that my English speaking skills were more to the direct translation side rather than real English. So, and in addition to that, unfortunately, I wasn't speaking English because I was <laughs> so, yeah. And it's so frustrating to try to learn so many words and verbs by themselves, like long lists, right? Particularly because in English, there are many different uses for the same word. Yeah. False, the false cognate, right? Trap. False yeah. The, yeah what, was the, what was your most embarrassing uh, error with vocabulary that you remember? Um, I really don't. I really can't remember. Did you, did you ever have like a false so cognate error? Uh, I'm, sure I, I, I'm sure I had him. I just, I didn't have anyone really to... Particular? either coach me or correct me directly because I'm the uh, my sister and I and my brother now we were the ones that <laughs> that speak English but they are very young or they're much younger than I am so actually I was you mm -hmm. know the major English speaking member of the family so I really didn't have anyone to correct me uh, it didn't happen to me but it happened to a teacher friend of mine and it happened in a class they asked uh like the guy worked at a restaurant, the student worked at a restaurant and they asked him like, Hey Raul, do you work out? And he said, no, I work in. <laughs> oh yeah. He was, yeah, that, yeah. He, he's in a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't know, that work, he didn't know work out like, like exercise. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. <laughs> so now Javier, George and I are going to share some vocabulary building techniques with you. Keep in mind, this is an extensive topic. So we're going to break it down into two parts. 
So for part one, George, can you start? Sure, absolutely. Okay, so uh, number one, contextual learning, you know, learning new words and context rather than in isolation. Practice the phrase or the new word, you know, use the new words in your, in, in your speaking and writing, okay, about something meaningful to you, really, that means something, okay? Don't just write or say a sentence, for instance, John is looking at the enticing food. Okay, number one, who the heck, heck is John? <laughs> Which food? I mean, this has no meaning, you know, okay? But you'd rather say, you know, oh, I find that food, Mexican food very enticing or just enticing, okay? And you're using the new word enticing, okay, in, re in real context, okay? So uh, I'm going to share with you a personal anecdote. I usually use it, and I, I hope my friend Sam, you know, if he ever listens to this, remembers this, okay? Uh, years ago, I had a friend who was from Tanzania, and I was curious of the language, you know, the Swahili. And he would teach me some words, and I would immediately write them down on a post-it and put them down on, you know, on my desk, you know, post them all over in my screen. Not too many, though, perhaps two or three words a week. But what I enjoyed the most is using the words on him or with him, okay? Why? Well, some of the words were bad words. <laughs> and we would just play around and horse around and, you know, I would call him names in Swahili. And, <laughs> and you know, I still remember some, despite the fact that I don't speak Swahili, I don't have a use for it. Uh, but it's it's very, you know, interesting because this has been perhaps more than 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. And I still remember that Rafiki is brother. Oh. Baba is father. And I love you is Nina Kupenda. Nina oh. Kupenda in Swahili, I love you. So well, contextual Nina learning. Nina Kupenda to you too, George. Uh. <laughs> All right. Uh. Javier? Yeah, it, it, it has a context, right? It's got to have a context. You know, My mother mm -hmm. uh, also <clears throat> was a woman that barely finished sixth grade, but she picked up Japanese in Korean, just working that out with friends as a waitress. And I remember that she taught me some phrases, but because they had meaning to me, you know? Mm -hmm. But other than that, Japanese is pretty hard. Can you remember one? Uh, I can say, Watashi wa gonna sensei. That means I'm an English teacher. Oh. Uh, I, I, I thought you just called me something, man. What did you just call me? Back at you. <laughs> so what? Bless um, you. <laughs> uh, and then she tried to use it all the time. For example, I remember the cat in Japanese, Neko. 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 Uh -huh. Neko. Neko. Neko is cat in Japanese? Cat in Japanese? Yes. Yeah. Neko. So she would call the cat Neko. Neko I didn't but... know that. So, yeah. so she tried to use it all all the time. That's another another tip that you guys can have. Like, yeah, don't say, use it all the time. Yeah, use it all the time as much as you can. Because you call the cat Neko. Neko. The cat was like, "What? I don't speak Japanese. <laughs> yeah. I speak cat." Yeah, like with my husband, right. I'm always on his case. Like, use the present perfect. <laughs> Darn it! <laughs> well, right. he wants. He doesn't want the present perfect. He wants a future with you. Oh. oh. Oh my God! <laughs> well, it's, also, it's, guys, it's noticeable my... that it's it's close. We're we're recording this close to February 14, right? <laughs> oh, that, is that it? Oh, that that must be. It. Yeah, it's still the whole ambience, uh, the, you the know, whole... the energy. 
<laughs> you were talking about that last night, yeah, because, <clears throat> I mean, the, on the 14th, I got home about 10 o'clock at night, and they were still selling gifts out, out on the street. Yeah. So I, I maybe next year they'll have, like, uh, Valentine's week, week. Uh -huh. <laughs> not Valentine's Day. You know? <laughs> not the whole week. You know? Not everybody has time. All right. But anyway, <laughs> another anyway. one of my favorite one is uh, word maps. Do you guys know what word maps are? Word maps. Yeah. Oh, you heard of Go it? Go ahead. Okay, so a word map is a visual representation of words and their meanings. And here's how it goes, okay? So you select a word, a new word that you want to learn. You say, this is a good word. I think I'm going to need it later on. Uh -huh. And you draw a map on a piece of paper anywhere you want. And you draw a circle in the middle of the piece of paper. And then you write the word, new word in it. And then you draw lines out. It starts to look a little, like a little spider. And then you draw circles at the end of those, at the end of those, those lines. And you fill in the map with those little spaces with words that relate or better yet correlate to that particular word. Okay. So you attach them to it. Okay. You can write a definition. You can write synonyms about it. You can write antonyms and you can write an example of the, of the word in a context, in a sentence. Okay. Right. I'll say, let's so Yes. Uh -huh. Go ahead. Just to clarify this to our audience. Uh, what what would be, or can you give us an example of synonyms and what is a synonym or what is an antonym? A, a synonym would be like like uh, words that are basically the same, in, in even though they're two different words. Right. Mm -hmm. So, for example, father or dad. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's a synonym, right? An antonym would be the opposite, you know? Mm -hmm. Father, right. opposite of um, father would be mother. Right. Okay. All right. Okay. Good one. Just for our, our audiences. That study in Conalep? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know I'm you kidding. have to Don't kill that. me, Conalep. Don't, hit, don't hate me. You know we're live streaming on, on TikTok <laughs> now, right? It's an inside <laughs> joke. Come on. Come on. We can make a word map about that. <laughs> All right. It was so a joke, guys, okay? It was a joke. It was a joke. It's a, it's a Valentine's Day joke. Get it? <laughs> okay, so let's take the word benevolent. That's a hard word. Most mm -hmm. words in English that more than two syllables, they're they're considered hard words, okay? Mm -hmm. Even though you might not might not find them that difficult. So yeah. we take the word benevolent, okay? What is the definition? Well, the definition is a person that is kind and generous. What are some synonyms? Well, charitable, kind-hearted, altruist. Also, mm -hmm. antonym could be malevolent, unkind, selfish, even. And let's write a sentence, okay? The benevolent woman. Donated most of the, her fortune to charity. Okay. Can you guys give me a sentence with benevolent? Can we? Yeah. Me us? Yeah, try it. Okay. Man, I am a benevolent person with you, Javier. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so benevolent. <laughs> so benevolent. Okay. So altruist so, of you, George. Uh-huh. So I do believe I... that, that Jairo, for example, our editor, he's uh -huh. so benevolent because he's picked up a couple cats from the street and he has taken care of them. So he's exactly. benevolent, right? Yeah. So he's a, yeah, pushover. He's a pushover. Oh, no, he's benevolent. <laughs> he's he's generous. He's, he's nice. Generous. He's kind. He's, he's kind hearted. I don't know. Yes, where he, he is kind I don't know where he got it from, but okay. Exactly. My question. Exactly. My, my uh, thoughts. My exactly. Question. Yeah. My question. Exactly. Right, George? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. What you guys? So the keyword method, that's our technique number three. So the keyword method is a useful strategy for learning new vocabulary, especially for language learners. 
It involves associating the sound, the sound, not necessarily the letters, but the sound, uh-huh, and meaning wow. of the foreign word with a familiar word or phrase in your native language. Here's how you can use it. Number one, select a word. So choose a new English word that you want to learn. Number two, find a similar sounding word or phrase in your native language. This is the key word, okay? It should remind you of the sound of that particular word in English. Now, create an image or a story. Imagine a vivid scene or story that links the key word with the meaning of the English word. And number four, review uh, regularly. Try to recall the image or story and reinforce your memory of the word. Let's take an example with the with the word or the English word cat and in the in Spanish we will use an, an a keyword okay now the English word is cat the keyword in Spanish would be casa right which means house in Spanish now cat and casa have the same beginning sounds right the sounds at the beginning are the same now image story Imagine a cat sitting comfortably in a house. The cat loves the house so much that it never leaves. Okay, now you can relate cat to casa, right? Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Totally. Well, I have, I yeah. have one. Because, I have one because I love uh, word association. And here's how I teach. Uh, you know that rule in comparatives. Where if it has oh, two, yeah. syllables, two syllables that ends in a Y, you, you change it to I-E-R. You know, like lazy, lazier, happy, mm -hmm. happier. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I I never liked my name because it's so hard to pronounce in English. It's not like, you know, if your name is Jorge, you can be George. If your name is Juan, you can be John, you know. My name is Javier, and that's it. Javier, Javier. Javier. Xavier. Professor Xavier. Xavier. Uh -huh. <laughs> you have to pronounce it Xavier. X. I don't, I don't never, I never Xavier. Professor X. X. Yeah, I never bought into it. So, yeah. You know, when. Hence the bold. The bold. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Hence the bold. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I like when people say, like, are you heavier? And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm thinner. <laughs> You get it? Okay, heavier. Yeah, heavier. <laughs> no, I think I'm thinner. No, I don't think I'm heavier. <laughs> you would you would think they ask you heavier? Yeah, well, heavier? no, a little bit. No, really? I haven't put on that much weight, right? I've been on a diet. What do you think about heavier? I'm on a diet. Dieting and going to the gym is not paying that. It's not yeah, paying. apparently not. <laughs> oh, my money that back. diet isn't working, man. Uh -huh. You know why? You know my why my diet is not working. Why? Why isn't it working? As I'm on a seafood diet. <laughs> Please forgive him. Okay. No. <laughs> well, you, know, you know what that means? You know what that is? Yeah, that I do. I do know. So a seafood, seafood. Uh, diet is eat everything you can see. I Even, see eat food, everything you I see. I see food and I eat it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Come on. It was good. It, it was good. good. <laughs> okay. This brings us to the end of part one. Um, boosting your vocabulary techniques and tips. Thank you for tuning in and remember to subscribe and share. Don't miss part two in our next episode. Want to get in touch? Check out our YouTube channel where you can comment on our videos and find us on social media. We're everywhere except for Excel threads as USPK 
English, the one with the yellow logo. All right, guys, we'll see you in our next episode. Don't miss it. And just before we go, our thought-provoking question of the day. So, George and Katza, picture this. What if you're in hell and you're mad at someone? Where do you tell them to go? I don't know. Go to heaven? Go, go, to, <laughs> go, to, heaven. go to heck? <laughs> I like that. That's more appropriate. <laughs> more... Go to heck? Go to heck? Okay. Uh, Oh, the, the word heck is what people use as a substitute of, you know, For you don't hell. want to sound that bad. Right. Instead of saying, go yeah, to, oh, what the hell? Instead of saying, what the hell? You say, what the heck? Uh -huh. Yeah, for some people, it's just offensive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it? Well, yeah, yeah. I guess. I guess I can. Uh, a very that. old one is H-E double hockey sticks. Do you remember that, George? Mm, yeah, sir. That's a very H-D double hockey sticks. Oh, my yeah. God. That's old. <laughs> very old. <laughs> it shows you how yeah. old we are. I don't think anybody in our audience can even. <laughs> really? <laughs> like any expats in Chapala? Yeah. <laughs> Retirees, basically. Retirees. <laughs> Hit that like button for me. <laughs> All right. And remember. Perfect practice. Makes perfect. All right, until next time. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Good day. Thank you for subscribing to our podcast channel and click on the follow button so you can get notified when we upload new episodes. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. And please visit our website at youspeak.com.mx where you can get free access to our blogs and other content developing every week just for you.